Hey guys, it's Nirvana and welcome to Phoenix Mode. So I recently, well, about an hour and 10 minutes ago, dropped a music video, an art video for Chiron. Um, I'm super excited for everyone to watch it, but I just wanted to get a little bit more in depth with regards to the um, conscious inspirations for the song and the music, the art video. <coughs> Excuse me. I feel like the the unconscious inspirations are quite visible, or should I say, the subconscious inspirations are quite visible within um, the actual video. So, um, let's get into it. So, in July, in July, what had happened was I was, um, involved with someone, um, and I had a few, I, I could say what seemed like very solid friendships at the time, and for some reason, all of those relationships were kind of based on um, me healing them in some f shape or form, uh, whether it be through my presence, whether it be through showing them affection, off of, like, giving them gifts, whether it be, um, an, like, affirmation of their greatness and of their worthiness of existing, yeah, something like that, I'm a cancer, so, healing comes very natural to me and um beyond the fact that I'm a cancer I am highly intuitive and <clears throat> I have this I have a thing for feeling out what a person needs when they're in pain or I, I can tell when someone's in pain um emotionally or physically and I have done like um <coughs> training for different healing modalities but what was crazy about July was I watched this video by um Amber Khan which was her monthly manifestation video for um the cancer season and she said she said <coughs> that there's this planet called Chiron and Chiron which is also pronounced Chiron the car but we're not talking about the car we're talking about the planet which is Chiron <coughs> excuse me um Chiron is uh the planet of healing and Chiron the planet had moved into Aries which meant that Chiron would be throwing a bunch of broken people into the Cancer sun sign or Cancer moon sign or Cancer rising sign's life, which is me in this case. <clears throat> and um, people, if, if Chiron is in Aries, healing is aggressive because... The Aries energy is aggressive, it breaks boundaries, it wants what it wants, and it wants it now. So healing in that hue 
is aggressive unapologetic oh what is this let's rip it out let's take this out now let's be healed now and during this whole healing process what happens is that all these people are now gushing and flooding towards healers people who are willing to heal people who have the capacity to heal and (coughs) that person happened to be me and I, I watched this video and literally I think um a few yeah a few days after um I experienced the worst of attitudes from the person that I was involved with I have experienced mind game playing judgment things that I had not normally seen from this person that shocked me (coughs) I thought I was dealing with um maybe karma a karmic relationship where I needed to let release the pains of my ex but like then I remembered the video um that I watched by Amber Khan and I was just like oh my word it's actually happening and she she told she told us how to um get away from getting hurt by people who are seeking healing from us because the people who are hurt will want to hurt you um so yeah um it was quite interesting to view how powerful the planets have an effect on our behavior and our experiences <coughs> excuse me so fast forward to a few weeks later i have a photo shoot with actually it wasn't even a few weeks i think it was literally like a, a week later um i had a photo shoot with um a friend of mine, a brother of mine, Simpiwe. So we've both flew down to Durban and then um oh no no no. He flew he flew down to Durban and I took the bus. <coughs> and during my bus ride at night, um this melody came about and it was like Kion Kion because I was in pain from the weekend before um, having experienced um, such an adverse reaction from a person that I normally would not receive that from. And um, anyway, I was just like, oh my gosh, Chiron, I can't believe you. And it's so crazy because all these people who are acting this way were so like unconscious unconscious of what was going on in the planets and for me it was like a movie it's like I could almost tell what was about to happen and I was just watching and trying to save the situation with logic but there is no logic in healing um there is no nothing logical about the ocean and the moon and it just is mystical and you 
you can't explain <coughs> the reasons for their nature. We only know like two percent of everything. <laughs> um, anyway, so in the bus I'm just like Chiron, oh my gosh, like what are you doing to me? I love this person, blah blah blah. And then a melody came, Chiron, Chiron, oh my gosh. And then a flow came. <clears throat> Luckily, I have an iPhone, which has this f- cool feature, uh, Garage Band. So I did a demo on my phone and I recorded um, my vocals with my headsets. And then when I got to Durban, I recorded the song just before the photo shoot the day before the photo shoot i record the sh- the song and then um i get it pretty much done uh and the final touches i finished in johannesburg when i came back uh and then i think two weeks two three four weeks after that um I get uh, a, a DM from this, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> from this lady, beautiful young woman called Nosizwe uh, Kumalo, Les Kumalo on Twitter. And she's like, can someone please give me Nirvana's numbers because it's urgent. Tell her to check her DMs, blah, blah, blah. I check them. She's asking for my numbers because there's an interview that um she'd like me to participate in i was like yeah sure give her my numbers and she gives me the scope this interview is for a show called the mic which was hosted which is hosted by proverb and i was just like oh okay cool that's dope so they want to interview me cool (coughs) they asked me for a few things like three of my songs um and one a video of me performing something could be a music video could be live and then to just add another one for safety um but anyway i i agree and then i tell them listen i can't send you this the video now because i only have old stuff um and the old stuff I don't want to show anymore because it's not me so I'd be it's not me anymore so I'd be promoting something that's an outdated version and they were like okay no don't worry um do your thing and I and I told them uh, I said to them um I'm shooting a music video this weekend can and um can you just please wait until that's done and they're like okay sure (coughs) excuse me so i go and I, i take my phone and um this photographer and graphic designer kevin that i met who was assisting simpiwe on my shoot I call him because he and I started to get along. Um, and um, 
I call him and I'm like, yo, I want to shoot a music video. I call Biggie first. Biggie doesn't pick up. Biggie is a photographer based in Durban. He's really cool. Then I call Kevin. I call Kevin and I let him know. Then I call Biggie. And then I text Biggie saying, <coughs> dude, I want to shoot a music video. And then eventually we speak on the phone and I, I let him know why. I was like, dude. I want to shoot a music video on my iPhone um, at the beach and I need three, four models. And yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, Send me their pictures. So I grabbed their pictures from his page. And then he's like, do you need clothes? I'm like, uh, yeah, sure. Then he sends me the page where I should look for the clothes that I want. So I screen grab a few things and then I send I send it to him <coughs> he's like okay cool um Nandipa's agreed I was like oh thank you then he's like Naizolo agreed I was like thank god and then he says Dobe agreed ah cool all of them all the three models that I actually wanted were there and he just he suggested a few more but um they didn't pitch which is completely okay because I, I got the people that I wanted. Um, and then I started a WhatsApp group with Kevin, myself, and Beggy. Beggy's handling um, getting the resources with regards to the clothing and the makeup. He, he even arranged a makeup artist. Um, and, um, and then yeah and the clothing and he he also arranged that we have a photo shoot on the day as well (coughs) um and then i arranged things with kevin kevin was gonna pick me up from the bus station i hadn't booked the bus at this time i booked the bus i do everything that i need so i pack my clothes and i'm like mom i have to go my mom gives me money to take the bus i take i take the bus get to Durban, Kevin picks me up, we shoot the music video, I edit it in that weekend, Guama shoot at home, and then, on, I think, I don't know if it was the Monday, or the Wednesday, I had the interview, so, I, I drive, I I get on the bus, and I get back to Durban, I go to Durban, I mean, I go back to Joburg, and then I arrive about an hour late to my call time because the bus had some delays, but I arrive, and they're like, it's okay. Oh, no, it wasn't an hour, it was maybe like 30, 40 minutes. So, um, when I get there, I see my brother. I'm like, oh, but Steve, but Steve's like, yay, when, when's that? We go in only to find that my family's catering for the events and we did not even know that we, we the interview was for the mic and they were, were I didn't know that they were catering I have the interview the music video's done I give it to them and that's the story of Chiron Hey guys, welcome to Phoenix Mode. Um, just to, I think this series actually might be called Groundwork because, um, 
in essence i'm talking about like what we sh- the 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 function before the form a good friend of mine prince and i brought about that um phrase to me that really got me thinking a concept of what is the function of this and what form does it require so groundwork welcome to groundwork and this is the second episode i guess (laughs) oh it's so fun how things just change and just rapidly change and become other things off of other things it's nice it's like cells duplicating themselves like the reproduction of humans (laughs) anyway so um previous episode spoke about artist entitlement okay um so i am going to do my research i'm going to compile a list of handbooks i'm going to compile a list of books and tools that anyone may need as an artist <sighs> be it fashion music photography i'm going to do the research the reason i want to do such deep research is because fashion um the fashion industry i'm not so familiar with but the entertainment industry television all of that and especially music because i'm more versed in that music and film i'm going to compile um a package of books and tools that you can use to kickstart your career and the reason i'm doing this is because i know it's going to help me as well so once i've compiled these books i'm going to put them on the 1000 mailing list i'm going to send you an email and if you get that email (coughs) cool do do what you got to do with that info and let's just thrive and be more successful so the reason why this thing is called groundwork is because um i'm finding it a bit frustrating with myself that um like i I, i'm on my phone and i I don't even know why i have to be active on my phone all i know is that i have to be active and on social media to stay relevant and blah 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 and um it is groundwork because i have to do this and i understand the purpose of this i have to gain an influence i have to beloved i have to be familiar to the many faces that i'm trying to um get through to and speak to and have them want to speak to me through the mediums of actually like buying my music going to my concerts or watching my film things like that um or actually just emailing me and being like yo what's up so groundwork where do we begin that's a good question i think that um 
a good place to begin would be for me to figure out what the purpose of my artistry is and how I can align that purpose with the many things that are going on in South African life and just life in general. Then figure out how much money I'm intending on making through my artistry and the things that will stem out of it. And then I need to figure out how many people I need and how much standard, the standard pricing of what my artistry is going out for. And then sell my shindigs through making the music and then having that sounding good and then promoting the hell out of it (laughs) so that heaven remains and makes me lots of money um but let's see how this goes let's see how my openness goes um because there is a tendency of trying like i don't know what this culture is of trying to hide things from each other things that work our plans i mean i did understand the reason why talk 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 is not so much of a good thing in Ryan Holiday's book called Ego is the Enemy, but um, let's figure out the groundwork. And I think maybe I might be talking too much. And this is exactly what R- Ryan Holiday was like stay away from, stop talking, just do the work. <laughs> okay, let me go now because I'm going to start feeling bad. I'm outies. Bye. Love you. Hello guys, welcome to Phoenix Mode. I think that artists are really self-righteous. Like, I think we put ourselves on a pedestal. If I'm honest, we put ourselves on pedestals and then we run around in circles chanting each other's names if if we're the end thing and um, if Usbanban's the end thing or whoever determines what the end thing is and then we're all just running around a fire chanting that person's name and singing their song or like idolizing their photograph or idolizing who like they are as a person and blah 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 and it's just like i um it's fun getting all that attention it's nice um it's just really <laughs> i think we 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 tend to put too much energy on the nice stuff like the um, the gratification instead of just calming the hell down and doing what we're meant to if it's your purpose it's your purpose stop trying to glorify yourself Nirvana, stop trying to glorify myself. If I am to be glorified, if I am something to be glorified, then I should, I guess, because I'm glorifiable. But I think that artists 
have a tendency of being far too entitled. Um, And I think this is because the dream of the artist, like the the artistic roots are the ones that have been like so popularly sold to us are two. It's either you die rich and famous or you just die famous <laughs> or you just die actually it's four roots one is that you kill yourself and you're and then and you're famous and you're rich the second is that you just kill yourself you just happen to be famous the third is that you die broke and you are a great artist and the fourth one is you just die and people know that you die and then life goes on and in a sense life does go on but um what i want to say is that there are many people many artists that have contributed to our lives in such crazy positive and negative ways like the amount of programming that has been done by people that i don't even know personally is insane off of just a song off of um a phrase that's been looped and sounds nice off of an image off of images off of films but um i think that a new culture needs to be cultivated in our so-called creative spaces firstly to know that the creative space is not for a select few and even though there aren't few of us there's actually quite a lot of us we need to stop acting like it's for a select few oh wow the creatives it needs to stop being so romanticized and glamorized first things first secondly i think that the beauty of having um the beauty of being in this field of entertainment and art artistry whatever your 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 purpose in the creative fields are and i think this can apply to everyone because in essence everyone is a creator but i think this is more directed to the lines of visual art photography film television radio um and music and modeling i think that like things things like that what was i saying i lost my train of thought yeah i think we have an opportunity for ourselves to create extremely innovative business models in the creative industry and i think it's like quite important that we start exploring that because that's that's our power and um as creatives we um are engineers of the human mind and heart but we are also people that need to feed ourselves and we are also businessmen and women um if there's a transaction i believe that any transaction automatically makes you a business 
oriented person because in essence you are gaining and giving something you're exchanging something for something in return so i think we have a powerful opportunity to um form new business models in the creative industry um and already we see it with um People coming out with books such as the SoundCloud Bible, which is an incredible manual for musicians. And already there have been other income streams outside of actually physically selling a copy or a single of your music or sound or something. Like endorsement deals and stuff like that, but... I think beyond that, um, for the artist, I think it's very important for, besides whatever, um, external, uh, income streams that we gain, by external I mean not of our physical, it's, it's not in our power, hopefully we negotiate with these people, um, these, we are basically is it retained retainers we are what's the word the word is hired cool so um yeah i think this is why the the 1000 for me is so special because if i can find my 1000 core people to support me who can and are willing and are loving the music that I and the artistry that I bring on something that can be a part of their lives um I can get 1,000 people to believe in me simultaneously and consistently I know that I have quite a profitable for myself long-standing career so prayers to the 1,000 and humility to the artist hey guys welcome to phoenix mode and this is nirvana i had a very interesting inspiration to speak about um how we refer to people we used to be in relationships with why do we say my ex or my former friend if they're no longer anything anymore in our lives it's kind of it's almost like we're kind of like <clears throat> predetermining what's going to happen in future again. Does that make sense? Like, if you're no longer in each other's lives, then break the cycle completely and move on and stop claiming and owning each other i think it's very important that we're conscious of that kind of stuff in our dialect even though it's very simple very easy very quick to be like in conversation oh yeah my ex did this my ex did uh first of all you shouldn't be having a conversation about your ex did this your ex did that because your ex is your ex for a reason (laughs) so I, what I'm advocating is that when we when we break up with some when we part ways with something or someone we legit part ways and we let go fully of the ownership of the role that we occupied in that other person's life not necessarily um the the by by saying my we're not 
when, when, like, I don't think anyone's consciously trying to den- say that, like, they they own someone, even though people do think that they own people. That's why I'm like, we need to be more conscious in our dialect about how we express um, how certain people are in our lives. It's very important. You you we we all need to be conscious of how we speak about everything and everyone because that informs um, our behavior towards that thing or that person and it also informs um how we feel and how we think about that thing and that person and how we view those people or those things to be in our lives so what i'm saying is when you break up with someone you break up with them for real even in your heart even in your speech even in your mind you break up with that person you part ways in peace You you relinquish the right to say my anything ever again. You have no right if you've chosen to part ways and cut ties. In a certain aspect, you have no right to claim them in any way in that aspect. So, an ex or... Don't say anything about them in that title, in that way anymore. Start afresh. Maybe call them by their name. Usban Ban was here. Not my ex was here. Usban Ban was here. I hope that was insightful. I think it's just a a level of respect that I'd like to explore and to promote. Okay. I love you guys. I hope you found this insightful. Let's carry on the conversation because contemplation is good. Contemplation and conversation is amazing. It opens doors to new understandings and new experiences. Okay, I'm out. Bye. Love you.